Welcome to the Karen Kenny Show. This is the place where we take a no bullshit look at life's little lessons. Here, together, we find the spiritual glory in even the most wicked hard story. This is a journey from fear back to love and how we can find our greatest strength and happiness in some of the most unlikely places. I believe that if you're willing to change your mind, you can totally change your life. So, are you ready to rewrite your story and choose to live free? Let's do this. Kenny show. I am wicked excited to be here today. And what we're going to be talking about is called stay off the grass. <laughs> stay off the grass. And it's like, okay, where do these ideas come from? Let me tell you how and why this is important and how it applies to you. Maybe also personally and professionally stay off the grass so at the end of my street so i live on a dead end dirt road in the middle of new hampshire right and so there's probably about maybe like 20 houses on this street or so uh and some of them i have never even seen before i lived on this street for like 14 years and but some houses go like down into the woods so i have never even seen them because to, to see them would mean to trespass so i still don't even know all my neighbors but that's neither here nor there but the guy at the end of the street that i do know his name is ray ray's an interesting character but i will say this ray right now is in the middle of uh like re What's the word I'm looking for? He's trying to bring some life back to his grass, right? To his front yard. <laughs> and so he's got like this kind of little slopey down hill. He's got his driveway where his like cars are always, he's retired, right? So he's got some time on his hands. And so Ray's always out there like polishing something, weed whacking something. And he's the first house on the street. So I see everything that he's up to like every single day when we drive by. And so right now he's deep, he is deep in this project of revitalizing his lawn. And if you've ever seen somebody do it, right? They got the, they got the like um, the seedling out and sometimes the, it's sprayed green on top of it. Sometimes there's a little hay, he does not have the hay. And then, but there's always like some sprinklers going. And so you go by Ray's house right now. And what's been amazing is just kind of watching the tenderness and the um, gentleness and the attention that is being paid to these little seedlings. And uh, I just thought it was so beautiful that he's out there like keeping an eye on him. And then the grass guy comes by like every couple of days to check on the progress to see if, if the little seedlings are growing. And it got me to thinking about people. And it got me to thinking about our dreams and our hopes and our visions and sometimes our businesses and our ideas when we're trying to, to get something like out of our head and out of our heart and through our hands out into the world, right? Whether you have an inspired idea 
or you have a ministry or a message or a mission and you're like, I want to take this little thing that I have, this little thing, this thing that came to me, this dream or vision that came to me, and I want to put it out into the world, right? And it's like, so if we think of those things like these little seedlings, these tiny, teeny little seedlings that we want to plant so that they can bloom, so that they can grow, the last thing that you need at that point, when you're first just like tilling the soil and preparing the soil and picking the right place, the people, the projects, whatever, to, to begin this thing, right? At that point, that's when it's like, we got to be really paying attention. And in some ways, kind of like protect, protect this little idea or this dream or this hope or this vision, right? And so we, we want to be extra careful about, first of all, who we tell about the damn thing, who we give access to the damn thing. Can these people be trusted? Can we trust these mama muggas to not trample all over it? Because when a seed is just being planted, when you first have the idea, who here, double A men hands me, right? Even if you're not watching this, if you listen to this, I don't care if you're out walking your dog or you're on the treadmill or whatever, if you can do it safely, double A men hands me on this. If you have ever had something that you were wicked excited about, maybe it's a trip that you were planning or a school that you hope to get into, or a dream that you had, or I want to write a book, or I want to write a screenplay, or I want to hike Kilimanjaro, I don't know, whatever the thing is. And you share it with somebody in your family, or who you're partnered with, or married with, or one of your siblings, or one of your parents, or like whatever it is. And these are people who by and large, we would say tend to love us, right? These were our people, right? It might be your family of origin or whatever. And you take this tiny little dream, this tiny little seed, and you, you cast it before them and you say, look, here's this thing I want to do. Here's this thing that I believe in. Here's this thing that I'm wicked curious about and wicked excited about. And I, and I think I want to go do this thing. And then out of there, there's several things that can happen at this point. This is like a choose your own ending, like A, B, C, D, all of the above. But listen, I like to give people the benefit of the doubt. I think most of the time it's because they care about you and they're trying to be quote unquote practical and protect you. I don't think most people are total douchebags and they're just trying to tear you down out of like a desire to keep you small and to keep you in your place. And like, hopefully that's not what's, what's happening. Although that does happen sometimes, right? What do you think you're too good for us? What you're going to go leave? You're going to go take this trip. You're going to go blah, 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 right? All the stuff that comes out of people's mouths. Oh, bless their hearts. But here's the thing. We have to be so careful about who we share those things with, because the last thing that that little seedling, those little seedlings that you're trying to plant, right? At that point, those little things, like they've just been planted. What they need is some sunshine. They need some positivity. They need some people who, who get it and see it and want to shine upon it, want to lift it up. We don't need motherfuckers trampling all over the grass. At that point, it's like, no, get off the grass. You tell those people, stay off the grass, stay off the grass, right? 
not today, Satan. <laughs> As I sometimes like to say, I got my shirt on. Look at, I got my new t-shirt on. I'm going to, I'm going to hold it up for those of you at home. That's exactly what it says. Not today, Satan, right? We don't need people putting the kibosh on our hopes and dreams. They come in with it. And I get it. Like, I get it. Like how, you know, they want to look at the numbers and they want to whatever. But when something is in its infancy stage, can you imagine like a little kid? Can you imagine a little baby, little baby just first learning how to walk? And every time that little kid stood up, that little baby finally got its footing. Somebody came over and like just pushed him over and knocked him down. And that's what we're doing. When people are trying to share with us their hopes and their dreams. Now, look at you might be a little older. You might already map out and be like, oh, there's no way this is going to work. I'm not saying we don't sometimes try to mentor or help people who are about to try and go do a thing and you just know, oh my God, this is going to crash and burn. I'm not talking about that. Those people tend to really love us, but it's all that. And, and that's a separate, separate podcast episode. But in that case, we want to be really tender and really gentle, right? But boop, let's come back to what I'm talking about. You guys, sometimes it can stink. It can totally just pee you, pee you stink that the people who are closest to us, and I'm going to do a whole other podcast, you know, about this, um, but they can't often grasp the vision because they're not you. And the dream didn't come to them. It came to you and the vision came to you and the divine assignment, right? We all get our individual curriculum, of course, Miracle says, and it came to you. It didn't come to them. So they don't have the same feeling about it that you do. They, they don't have the same inspiration and energy and fire and fierceness, right? And excitement around it that you do. And, you know, there's an old saying somewhere in the Bible, I think they, and, and look, whatever, I, I love pigs. So I don't even like this saying, but I'll say it just to make the point, right? Casting pearls before swine, right? <laughs> I think swine are pretty amazing PS, by the way, but here's the thing. We don't want to be taking these things that are so tender in our heart and just throwing them before people. But here's what I want to say. If somebody tries to trample all over your dream, if you come to them, you get to say to them, Hey, stay off the grass. I'm trying to grow something here because here's the part that they're missing. You know, have you ever looked at a seed of grass? how tiny they are. It's so hard sometimes to imagine that this lush green thing is going to burst forth into life. Just like embryos and acorns and all, think of all the seeds, think of all the things that get planted, right? Implanted, planted, whatever. Within that tiny little vessel, that tiny little delivery system of the seed, or the embryo or whatever, right? It already contains within it all the magic and the miracles and the, the, the life force, the energy, the prana, the stuff. It already contains within it all that it's capable of. It already contains within it all the possibility of what it can become. That seed like houses the damn thing that's going to burst forth into life, to blossom, to expand, to grow. The thing that is being this tiny little seed that's being planted is going to start to like germinate, right? I'm doing this little wiggly thing if you're not watching this right now. <laughs> 
It's like this little seed is going to start to like, doo -doo -doo. if you've ever seen like a little chick coming out of its shell, or when you see like time lapse things of like flowers blooming and, and plants growing. And, and this is a thing, right? There's a fierceness in these little seeds. Meaning if you've ever seen a dandelion or a piece of grass, like come up through a crack in the sidewalk, right? Like these things are hardy, what I call hardy. There's a hardiness to them. There's a resiliency and there's a grit and there's a toughness to them. But in their baby stage, in just the beginning, they need us to be like, no, not today, Satan. We're not going to, you know, I'm not calling your friends and family Satan. I'm being funny. You know what I mean, right? Don't come over here and try to shit on my thing. Stay off the grass. I'm trying to grow something that matters to me. That's important to me. And I'm also thinking about this too, because this month in the nest, my um, spiritual membership and community, we're talking about balcony people. And if you haven't listened to that episode, it's called balcony and basement people. Go check that sucker out. It's amazing. But we're talking all about um, balcony people this month. Uh, and we'll obviously we'll, we'll tap into basement people too in the nest. And it makes me think about how we all need that in our life. We all need those cheerleaders, those people who see us and get us. And even if they can't quite grasp the idea, they believe in us enough to believe that we're capable to bring it to fruition. They don't have to believe in the idea. They believe in us and they believe in our genius and our brilliance and our capacity to get knocked on our ass and to get back up into our toughness, into our capability. And they see the divine spark within us. They see the child of God in us. They can look at us and see the Christ self in there, that part of us that's buried underneath, right? All the ego, personality, bullshit stories and layering of the conditioned world, but they still see past all that to the divine potential that is within us. We're like a seed that's been planted and we're continuing to grow and we're continuing to put down some roots and we're continuing to bloom where we're planted. And we're trying to thrive and we need people who are gonna shine a light, people who are gonna water us, people who, you know, you ever see like tomato plants when they, when they get too big, they start to wilt and so they put these little support trellis thingies around them to allow the, the like the uh, tomato plants to hold themselves up and to get to, to have this um, external support when they start to get a little too heavy. And as that, as that um, fruit starts to, to bloom, right. As the, as the vegetables and all the things start to grow. We don't need people knocking us down. We don't need people trampling all over us. And it's why like Ray at the end of the street is out there every day checking on the seeds. Are the birds eating them? Is the dogs getting in them? Is anybody walking across this stuff, right? Are the sprinklers still going? Because he understands, or at least the, the, the grass guy told him, or he's done it enough times, dude, you got to keep off the grass. We're trying to grow some shit here. And it got me thinking today just about all the people who maybe don't have a cheerleader or a balcony person in their life. You know, there are a lot of people out there who don't have necessarily um, 
people who are close to them. You know, maybe their families don't live by, maybe they have a hard time making friends. Maybe, you know, um, human connection can be a little bit challenging for them. You know, like some of us like get along, you know, like animals are our thing all day long. That's how we relate, you know, but an animal's not going to call you up or text you and say, Hey, I believe in you. Like they're going to do it in their own way and we can draw strength from that. But I'm just saying that human to human connection where another person really sees you and really gets you and really loves you and cheerleads you and celebrates you and 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 you know they're really just like trying to to lift you up that's what we need when we're first trying to get started we don't need people nitpicking us and then reminding us of all the times we blew it before this and whatever and again i'm not saying going into things blindly and not having people who are willing to tell us the truth. I'm not, I'm not saying that, but it's about, you know, we have to um, do our best to be able to suss out the people in our life who are our balcony people versus the people in our lives who are going to try to, I don't know, fill in the thousand ways that we disappoint each other, right? The ways that people maybe are jealous of you. You know, I've, I've seen a lot online where people talk about, you know, having that friend who, um, I can't remember exactly what, what was said, but it doesn't really matter because it's, it's not owned by any one person, this idea, but it's kind of like, if you, if you, if you tell your friends something that excites you and they're not happy for you, get new friends, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, and I always want to say in parentheses, like, I don't know, like sometimes like pay attention to that because sometimes something might happen for you that actually isn't that good for you and your friends might not be happy for you for a good reason <laughs> where they're like, oh God, you know? So, but I, you, I think you guys get the gist of what I'm saying. I'm talking about these things when we're trying to like, especially in our creative life for the artists and the creatives and the, and the writers and the musicians and the dancers and the painters and the poets and the spoken word artists and the crafters and the people who build things with their hands and the people who, you know what I'm saying? That the creatives and we're all creative in our own way, but I'm just saying a lot of times, you know, the entrepreneurs, you get a great idea and you're like, Oh my God, I can't wait, you know, to share this with somebody. You just got to be making sure that you're coming to somebody who's going to put up the keep off the grass signs for you, who are going to also put out the sprinklers, who are going to make sure that there's enough sun hitting your little plot of land. Are you picking up what I'm putting down? Because I've been the recipient of both of those things. I've had people who have believed in me, who have uh, bolstered me up who have cared about my project, maybe not as much as me, but pretty damn close because it was my dream. It wasn't their dream. It was my dream, but they believed in me and they loved me. And I also have had people who along the way were jealous of me and stole ideas from me and tried to like keep me from whatever, or, you know, I humiliated me. You know what I mean? We've all had those experiences where people did not have our best interests and our growth uh, at heart. In fact, they were like coming along, like we're planting these little seeds and just as, just as these little green shoots come up, they treat them like weeds and they start trying to pluck them out or step on them across them and destroy them, you know, and cut them down. So no lawn mowers. 
<laughs> no weed is right. We want people who are going to love us and respect us and believe in us enough that they're going to stay off the damn grass. And here's the other thing that I want to say. It's okay to say to them, stay the hell off my grass because there are going to be times where there are habits and patterns of relating, especially in family systems where everybody's got their roles. And especially here in New England, where we seem to think that sarcasm and, um, you know, going for people's um, soft spots is a way that we show love, right? It's kind of a fucked up thing. especially that mass holes and Massachusetts kids do. I can't speak. I didn't, I didn't come up in New Hampshire. I didn't come up in Maine. I didn't come up, you know, in the other New England States, but I know how it's done in Massachusetts and God bless us. You know, look, we can also be some of the most loyal friends in the world, but we also, uh, you know, there's also a way where people are gonna, um, you know, cut you down first sometimes. So we gotta be so careful because it's not just actions. It's also our words. We want people that are going to speak truth and life into it. We want people who are going to breathe life into us and to our ideas and our dreams and our visions and our hopes. We don't want people who are going to try to extinguish it. We don't want people who are going to try and shit all over it, right? So it's a good time in our lives to take a look around and ask ourselves, like, who are my balcony people? Who are the people that will put up the stay off the grass signs for me? Who are the people that are going to pour into me and shine a light, right? Who are those people? And then once you recognize them, man, take a minute to appreciate them. Take a minute to say a prayer for them. Take a minute to send a thank you note. Make sure you you express your gratitude, that you express the recognition of, I see that you see me. And you've helped me to grow a whole lawn because you've believed in me. You helped me to grow a whole garden. You helped me to grow some wicked tall sunflowers. You know what I'm saying? We want the people in our lives who are so, mm, like so rooted in their own, what they've grown, that they're not threatened by our success. They're not threatened by our light. They're not threatened by our quote unquote bigness. They celebrate our brilliance because they recognize the divine spark in you that they know and have already claimed that exists in themselves. These are the brothers and sisters who get us and get it. So this is a quick little love note, you guys. I hope you're out there growing something. I hope you are growing something that just makes you so giddy and so happy and so excited that whether it's a project, maybe it's something that you do professionally, you guys, but it might also be a hobby or something you do on the side or the way that you get to be creative and express yourself. Like right now is Pride Month and I just love it. I just love seeing people out there fully expressing themselves. This is who I am. This is who I love. Look at me, right? That's what I'm saying. Like celebrating people who have the balls and the courage and the bravery and the chutzpah to step into it and say, this is me. We're not stepping on their grass. And we should be telling people who try to, hey, stay off their grass. Mm -mm, No, not on my watch. Not today, Satan. (laughs) Are you picking up what I'm putting down? We got to look out for each other, man. We got to have each other's backs. 
That's what I got for you today. I get a little excited, you guys. I'm so, I'm so excited. So look, I'm trying to grow some things over here. I'm trying to get the first draft of my memoirs on. I'm, I'm submitting pages every week. I'm like working towards it. I'm really, I'm really proud of myself, you know. Um, you know, I often say, like, I don't have parents, I don't have like people who are like sitting around going, like, oh, I'm so proud of you, you know. I have to do it for myself. And of course my sweetie does it too. Uh, and I have a few, you know, a handful of people, but I'm proud of me. I'm proud of me because I am uh, working really hard to do this. So that's one of the things that I'm growing. And the other thing that I'm growing is also uh, the Nest membership, which, oh my God, I just love so much. And um, that's going to be opening up um, again in September for those of you who are interested, but you guys, psst, shh, listen little secret squirrel, shh, listen, okay? If you want, if you're interested in joining us in the nest, uh, the price is going up, up in September. But if you get on the waiting list right now, soon, I'm not gonna say exactly when yet, but soon I'm gonna be doing, I feel I'm whispering. I'm like leaning really close to the mic and whispering. I'm such a weirdo. I just saw myself in the video. I'm like, what am I doing? But listen, I'm going to be doing a little super secret squirrel like flash sale just for the folks on the waiting list, which is going to allow you to get in at like the price it is now uh, before this sucker goes up. And I'm telling you, I don't want you to regret it. Please don't wait. Please don't wait if it calls to your heart or piques your curiosity or your intuition or your inner teacher is like, hey, that might be cool. That might be good for you. Let's not delay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. There's that. Oh, that's the other thing I'm working on. And then also, uh, just FYI, cause I never talk about this stuff. Uh, my one-to-one -one spiritual, uh, mentoring. I have a couple of openings too. I have a few people who are cycling out this month. So I got a little room, a little room. So if that appeals to you too, you can go online and you can find all this stuff, you guys at, um, karenkenny.com slash, uh, work with me. Just go to the, just go to my website, karenkenny.com. You'll see the big teal button, work with me. Just hit that sucker and take a ganda around. <laughs> because that's what I can do is I get to cheerlead you and I get to help you with whatever you're trying to grow. I get to create, like I get to pour some sunshine onto you and pour a little life-giving water onto you and listen to you and bolster you up and put up some trellises, right? Spiritually, I mean, I'm not gonna come to your house and do the work for you but I can support you in a wicked big way as you're trying to grow because that's one of the things too, right? I have a four-step process called your story to your glory that we use. And one of the metaphors that I use to describe the work is like in the first step, in the first phase, like we're tilling the soil. This is so funny. This is just like coming through to me right now. Um, I forgot to, uh, I was just like, spiritual team is all job. I guess that's what I want to say. So spiritual teams, like, you're like, Hey, psst, you talk about this all the time. It's like, Oh yeah. The gardening metaphor. So in the first thing, in the first phase, the first step in the process, we're tilling the soil. We're getting underneath some things, right? We're digging up some rocks and some grubs and some worms and the hands get a little dirty. Right. And in the second stage, that's when we start to, um, like plant some seeds, right? start to plant some seeds. We start to like, you know, nurture some things and we go on and on and on. And then there's like the nurturing phase. There's getting some light on this sucker. You are the light of the world with your spiritual team. 
And then eventually we reap the bounty, the harvest of what we have grown and transformed through that divine alchemy of doing the spiritual work and the personal work. And then we actually have, right, what we've grown and we can share it with others. And when we're going through that process, when we're going through a process like that, which is helping you to really deeply understand who you are, what matters to you, how you want to be in the world, right? Like going after those hopes and dreams and visions and how you're showing up. <sighs> you want somebody who's going to walk along beside you and help you keep some motherfuckers off the grass. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> And it would be a happy honor for me to be able to do that for some of you. So you guys, thank you so much for listening today. I love you guys. I appreciate you. I celebrate you. Uh, I, it, is just, it is just a delight to get to um, send this little love letter out to you each week. So I hope you receive it and can really feel uh, the energy and the love in which I send it. So remember, wherever you go, please leave the people the place, the animals, and the environment better than how you found it. Wherever you go, may you also stay off other people's grass. <laughs> Wherever you go, may you be a blessing. Bye. Hey, you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Karen Kenny Show. <laughs> I super duper appreciate your time friendship, and support. And look, if something that I shared from my heart today somehow landed in yours, I'd love to hear about it. So please tag me on Facebook or Instagram or IG stories or wherever the cool kids are hanging out these days. And let me know what your favorite part was or what you found most helpful. You can find me over at Karen Kenny Live. That's Karen, K-E-N-N-E-Y-L-I-V-E. And if you're digging what I'm saying and you want to hear more, I'd be wicked grateful if you could go to iTunes and subscribe and leave a review because you guys, that's how you'll help me to keep spreading the love. And if you can think of someone that could benefit from hearing this episode, please share it with them. I'd also love to stay connected with you. So if the feeling is mutual, please go to karenkenny.com backslash freebie and download my free guide to building your spiritual team. Until next time, my brothers and sisters, keep living in the fearless flow. Know that I see you, I appreciate you, and I love you. And wherever you go, may you be a blessing. <laughs>